0: welcome to the detours podcast let's get lost what is up y'all thank you for tuning in to detours the podcast i am back with another episode and in this episode i wanted to talk about how i think i might be ready to get serious about dating again So, if you're just now tuning in, but hopefully you've listened to previous episodes. But I have been completely out of the dating scene since March 2021. And it was mostly because I was like in love with someone else. And even though things weren't perfect. I only wanted one person like my body is like a one person type of body like I'm not one of those person one of those people who can do literally do (laughs) multiple people at once like I can't do that like my body doesn't work like that like I only focus on one person at a time so I was still focused on this other person, and I you know wanted him back and you know blah 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 so <laughs> so I think I'm ready, and you know what's funny because right after him, I tried to you know have a rendezvous with a known known person of mine named california and it did not go well it did not go well at all because the whole time i'm thinking about this other guy so it wasn't a good time so um but anyways i'm just saying all that to say i think i'm ready to get back out there i mean you know dating for me is hard like i'm really not attracted to like certain looks like, I don't necessarily have a type, but I do have, like, like a sense. Like, from what someone says, how they act. Like, different things attract me to different people. It's not always, like, how they look. It's, it's a lot to do with what they say. And are they saying the right things? And I, I think it might be, like, the writer in me is, like, Are you saying the right things? Are your actions lining up with what you're you're saying? Um, You know, do you have like some, like it's something in the aura. I don't even know how to explain it. But another thing is like, are you resilient? Because one thing that resonates with most guys when it comes to me is that they had to put in some work to get me and it's not because or it's not always because I didn't want them it's because like I am usually very standoffish and I like to let the guy do the work because you know that way I know like you for you're for real but it's like I recently realized like sometimes when I'm When a guy has done all the things to get my attention, and we're in the thick of it, and then he starts acting a little strange, start acting weird, you know, and that's usually a telltale sign, and when he starts switching it up, I go like, I go hard, I go hard. I'm like, oh, hell no, like, you know, like, I'm now attached, and it's like, that's why I really try not to even mess with a lot of dudes, because... You know, after you've done so much to get me and after I've taken my wall down, now I'm attached. And so if that changes and I need to change quickly, I used to, prior to life and my therapist, and much prayer, I used to, when I used to sense that change, I used to go like, Hard in the paint and just try to get it back to what it was because I know what's coming next. You know, it's like a it's intuition. So, recently in the past few months, I told myself, like, when someone starts acting strange, that doesn't mean that you start, you know, going harder for them. It means if they act strange. You act stranger, okay? If they don't call, you don't call. They don't text, you don't text. And, you know, it's easier said than done when you're, like, very much emotionally attached. Like, the last person I I was previously talking about, I highly doubt I would have been able to do that with them. Because we were, like, so deeply in We were so deeply in that I wouldn't be able to do that, you know, so easily, you know, like if I didn't hear from him, like I was literally, literally like having a bad day, you know what I'm saying? Like, not really, but just like in my emotions, like the emotional part of myself was having a bad day, you know? And so I remember it was around January, 2021 (sighs) He was acting strange, acting weird, and then, you know, I had to, I got, because I was trying to force myself not to reach out and let him reach out, I'm a coworker of mine, a homie jazzy she called me well she came down and she was like let's go get some drinks after work and i was like hell yeah because i'm about to fucking lose my shit so (laughs) yes so um but you know eventually you know i did hear from them and then we did make plans and all this stuff but anyways i'm saying all that to say now i try not to let myself well i don't let myself get attached period so whatever goes down i'm either laughing or laughing because i i don't care (laughs) i'm like oh he did that that's unfortunate like oh he's married Mm, congrats but um yeah you know what and i i was gonna delete my blk page and i didn't but i did update it to say at the bottom on a side note, I said, if you are legally married, don't you dare send me a message. Because, like I said previously, those dating apps are saturated with married men. And that annoys me. Like, get yourself together. I don't understand why, man, your wife does something to make you mad and you say, I'm a cheat. No. Can you, like, communicate Can y'all talk it out? You know, it's not always, oh, I'm a cheat. And, you know, one thing, one thing about these married guys, I was thinking about this today. Because I was like, some married dudes cheat just because they can. You know, it's like, well, I'm cheating because I can. And because I, you know, I think I'm smarter than everybody. And then other married guys cheat because like, I literally, I literally, and you know, I'm gonna say who it was. It was the Mexican poppy. And like, this is probably around December. Um, He's trying to figure out, he's letting me know that, you know, us texting every day and all this is getting old and he's ready to see me. And I was like, but when he wants to see me, it's always, it's never like, pre-plan. It's always spur of the moment. And as y'all know, I'm not a spur of the moment type of chica. So he messaged me one night, like, what you doing? I'm coming over. And I was like, no, you're not. I'm going to sleep. (laughs) And so then, you know, this is when he tells me, you know, he's tired of the texting blah, blah, blah. And so I told him, no, I asked him, I said, you know, When are you actually free? Like trying to get like a time frame. Like you just can't come over at nine o'clock at night. I'm like, you know, and you can't. It's so much that goes into seeing me. Like I need you to be freshly showered. I need, you know, I don't want you to come over after work that. And you work like, you know, you work hard (laughs) for a lack of better term. Like you work hard. So I don't want you to come over here. With that hard work, sweat on you, like no shower, no nothing. No. Mm -mm. And then you're going to say you're going to take a shower here. I don't think so. So so this is what happened. So I said, "Um, when are you actually free? And I guess he got where I was going with this because he said. I'm grown and I pay all the bills so I can do what I want to do. Like, he's like, I pay all the bills at my house. I do what I want to do. I I go where I want to go. I come in when I want to come in. I leave when I want to come, when I want to leave. And I'm just like, hmm, I don't like that. I don't like how you responded to that because you cheating. You tell me you cheating because you run the show and it's like, sir, it looks much better if you run the show and you stay where the show is going on and that's at your house. Run it over there. You know, don't come over here with that craziness. So, yeah, I don't like that. So, that just that just goes back to, you know, people, some guys, most guys cheat just because they can. Other ones cheat because they think that they, like, you know, are just, they can do what they want to do because they pay all the bills. And it's like, it's not that. It's not that at all. Mm-mm. So, I just thought that was quite interesting. Because I'm like, there's absolutely no way, like I already said, I'm not sneaking around with anybody, you know? (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. So, you got to find somebody else to sneak around with. And, you know, I broke all this down, and they're back again, and it's just like, he want me to, he want me to say it in layman's terms, like. Leave me the fuck alone, like like that, and I'm like that ain't me, and that's not really you know our situation. Like he ain't ever disrespecting me, so I'm not trying to disrespect him. But um, you know, it's just something that cannot go down. So with that being said, however, I am ready to be on the dating scene and see what's going on with people, the single people. <laughs> The single people and single people only. And, you know, I'm just ready to get back out there. I mean, I have so much to do at my house. But I was also thinking about today, the fact that, you know, I had other plans too. Along with my, I had personal plans, along with my professional plans. I also had personal plans before all of this craziness happened. so... Some of those personal plans include like getting all these tattoos and all that, you know, because I wanted that tattoo really bad and I want somebody to do one really colorful and a lot of people act like they can't do good color on brown people and it's like you definitely can. I mean, I have colored tattoos. They look great. One of them is like 14 years old and still looks brand new, but I went looking for the guy who did it, but he moved to, like, Milwaukee or something. But um, the guy who did it was up in Carrollton, where I went to college. And this tattoo, it looks good still. It looks brand new. So, um, I want this thigh tattoo. And I was thinking about how in May, in May, May to June 2020, I got like four tattoos within a month of each other. And so the first two are on each arm and they're chest pieces because I actually got that idea from um, Justine Sky. She had the little little bitty chest pieces on her inner arm, like upper part of her arm. And so I wanted mine a little bigger um, on the outside of my arm. So I found this guy to do it. He did a great job. And they look so realistic. He did them. It was no problem. So then I had the bright idea. Like a month later. That I wanted. Some more tattoos. So I wanted the little flowers. On the shoulder situation. So. I saw a lot of people have been getting the flowers. On the shoulder with the butterfly. But they were roses. And like. This is back when I was like. I really don't like roses and I don't want to be like everybody else. So I wanted to get something meaningful in my tattoos. So that's why I got these, I got magnolias on my arm, on my shoulder because the magnolias were, you know, I think I said this previously in another episode too, but you know, the magnolia tree is in the front, a large huge magnolia tree is in the front of my childhood home And that magnolia tree is very symbolic because we actually found pictures where my, Lord, let me see. Let me see. Hold up. I'm trying to see how many generations it was. Okay. My great, great aunt. Great, great. I think it's great, great. Okay. It might even be one more great. (laughs) But no, I think it's my great, great aunt, the house that we lived in was her house and well is her house and my great great aunt she actually planted that tree and when she planted that tree she took pictures of my father in front of that tree and it was a little bitty little bitty thing it was like a twig and for that tree to have have had grown into this big enormous tree like it is huge like I used to climb this tree. This tree that used to be a twig. I used to climb it as a kid with like my friend in the neighborhood and we used to sit in the tree and like write songs and stuff. We, I mean, it was cool. So, um you know, so that magnolia meant, means more than roses at that time. So, Um, Yeah, and I got the butterflies, but the funny part of that story about this tattoo on my shoulder with the magnolias and the butterfly, you know how they say, they always say you need to eat before you get a tattoo, and so me, you know, being black, I said, I always never eat before I get a tattoo, because I rarely eat breakfast, okay, like, I'm always on the go, so... Never eat before I get tattoos. and I have a few tattoos and I want more. But I never eat before I go. So I always wonder like why they take it to eat, but I never really worry about it. You know, it's to a point where when I went to get the tattoos at this particular place, it's um, you know, in a big city out here where I live and when I went to get the tattoo, they had me fill out a questionnaire before we get started. And it asked you if you eat, if you had eaten. And I put, yeah, I did, just because I know that they want you to eat before you start the tattoo. So anyway, long story short, the guy started the tattoo. And this tattoo hurt so bad. It's on my right shoulder. It hurt so bad. Like it felt like he was digging into my skin like hard. And like I remember during certain parts of the tattoo, when he got like, you know, deeper and deeper, when he got deeper and deeper, I remember there was a moment when I almost passed out. (laughs) (laughs) I almost passed out, y'all, because I guess that's why they say you need to eat, because it was so painful. I don't know what happened. I guess I lost too much blood. I don't know. I almost passed out, but I was like, "Girl, get yourself together. Get yourself together." So I got it together, and we made it through. And sometimes I do what this past person did, and I follow the lines because the lines are so sharp. This guy is a beast. The guy who did my tattoo, he is a beast with the lines. With the lines and the shading, like they're so crisp, unbelievable. Um, actually, his name is Travis from this, um, this tattoo parlor called the Queen Bee. And so, yeah, he's awesome. And I'm ready to go back. And you know, well, actually, so Travis is a beast with the shading and the lines, but, um, I'm not really sure if he can do like a really good color on me because I kind of got the vibe that he didn't really, you know, really want to do like a color on me. So I don't know. I'll have to talk to him again when I'm ready to do that and we'll go from there. But yeah, so I think I'm ready to get back out there. You know, I have recently made a conscious effort to you know start back my you know loving on myself and my self care i've taken the time to get the things i need to get myself together because like i have noticed so many changes with me in the last year like so many changes not only mentally but physically like my skin is changing like back in the day I didn't necessarily have to put on um, lotion, you know what I'm saying. I had that that young, fresh, you know, moisture that just stuck in there from you know Vaseline that our parents used to put on us as a baby. Like that moisture was still there, you know. So I didn't necessarily have to put on (laughs) um, lotion. But now, if I don't put on lotion, like my skin will let me know. So I got. You know, just had to re up on all my lotions, and then uh, another reason I had to re up on my lotions because you know I had lotion, but you know you need more. Okay, it's not enough. It's never enough <laughs> because it's cold right now, and it's like sometimes I just I just think to myself when I was a kid and I used to say like I love winter. Like what? Who says that? <laughs> No, no, no. I can't stand winter. It's going to be... My favorite season is fall, and winter is too much on my skin. Like, got yeah, my hands cracking, stuff like that. Like, no, no, no. I don't dislike it enough to move to a warm state all the time. I just feel like Georgia is warm enough. <laughs> when it is warm, when it's hot, it's hot. So it's cool. But I just don't like the um, the winter. So yeah, I think I'm ready to get back out there. You know, I'm ready to embark on new journeys. I'm not going to um, run out there because there's still work to be done with myself and with where I'm trying to go. But I am open to it. Like previously, I wasn't really open to it. And then when I tried to be open to it, here comes the married guy. So I'm like, that made me take 10 steps back again. Because
1: not only are you
0: married, but it's bringing up past situations in my mind that I'm trying to let go. (laughs) So I'm trying to let them go, even though, I mean, those... Due to the nature of those situations, it would always, I will always, you know, have a spot in my heart for that person, but I'm trying to move forward, and that's the best way for me to move forward. So, it's like, y'all, I'm just dodging married dudes, and it's really annoying. Like, if I was really a petty person, I would contact all of their wives, but I'm not petty. And also, what would that do? (laughs) The wife would be like, I don't believe you. So, yeah. mm -mm. But all I can do is try to protect myself from that situation. So, I think I'm ready. The problem is now that um, guys are crazy. We have a lot going on in the world right now. Um, And guys are crazy. Like Their main goal is to try to get to your place. And... Oddly enough, most of these guys really are like homeless and they want a place to stay for the cheap, for the low. And I get it. I get it. You know, rent is extremely high. You have to have a certain amount of everything to purchase a home. I get it. But like these guys, be wanting a lot of them, the majority, 90 percent literally want to stay at your place. And it's like, you, it it won't work out. It won't work out because I need my space. I really, truly do. I was going to try it. I was going to try it with the last person I was. (laughs) But mm -mm. anybody new into the picture would be a no. We need our space. And due to everything, all the changes and everything going on with my son, that wouldn't be fair to him. Like, he needs his space. He might not know that because he, like I say, he's the opposite of me. He's always down to party, but he probably wouldn't mind having someone else in the house. But I'm like, I would. We're not ready for that yet. <laughs> We're not ready, son. But yeah, so we will see how all of this goes with me actually trying to be open to people and not be a brick wall when they say hey good morning and I hit them with the hand no I'm kidding but yeah so we will see how it goes I I don't know I don't know I'm gonna try my best I just have to anticipate being ready for anything like I had a friend like the other day I was home because school was closed and I, my friend texts me and she's like, girl, I got to talk to you. Are you busy? And I happened to be busy at the time. I was on the phone with my mother. And I was like, yeah, um, give me five minutes. I'll call you back. And so she's like frantic. And I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, this dude tried to play me. I was like, no. <laughs> and so um, I asked her what happened. And she's telling me that. She, well, she already knew this guy from work. He's just someone who passes through one of the vendors and she's saying that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he starts getting like extremely like trying to get her attention. So he started texting her every morning. Good morning. This is like for a few weeks. Texting her every morning, good morning, trying to um, take her out on dates, buy her stuff, um, and just being really personable all of a sudden. And he's, like, insinuating, letting her know that he wants to, you know, he wants to be that guy. So, you know, she's considering it. She's another person with a few walls, and she's considering it. So... When, um, oh, so, you know, nothing's going on. He's still doing his same thing. But one day she logs on to Instagram and she sees that this guy has posted like a picture with a, a lady. And he, she's showing the lady is showing off her like engagement ring. And he's saying how this is, he love her. They're about to get married. And he proposed to somebody. And it's like, what? And she was mad because she's like, this is not someone that she would have normally considered, but he wouldn't get off her line. So, she started considering this. And the fact that she put her walls down to log into social media and see that he just proposed to someone when the night before he's trying to get with her is like, what? So... I'm saying all that to say, like, it's kind of like you got to be ready for anything. These guys are crazy. I mean, the less mature ones. But it's like, it's so many women out here. Like, it's literally no reason to be like that. And obviously, it's something wrong with them, the guys. But it's like, dude, come on. You know, like, why are you doing that? Like, what was the reason? But... You know, I just told her, like, you know, if anything, you should be laughing because this is somebody you say you did not want. No way. You say he wasn't attractive anyway. So, hey, if anything is hilarious. So she agreed. I'm like, yeah, girl, it literally doesn't matter. But it's very interesting. So if something like that happens again, you know what to do. And also, I can get I told her, like, I can guarantee you. He will reach out, and when he does, you know, make sure he's blocked, so um, you know, or cuss him out, but no, make sure he's blocked, okay? We're gonna take the high road, so yeah, I just don't understand it. And like, I'm also getting to a point where, like, you know, I this is was a while ago though, this was like. Over a year ago, Um, maybe even two years ago, like there was this guy I used to date in my past and like um, I used to date him like middle school, high school, and I actually met him at the Magic Johnson movie theater. And it's hilarious because, um, you know, he wasn't even from that side of town and I used to only go to the movie theater trying to um, be around neighborhood boo. And so I met, so neighborhood boo one night was acting, you know, lame. So, you know, I went to the movies, we were all there, like our class. And then this guy approaches me and he's really attractive. You know, he, I always say he used to look like Lil Bow Wow. (laughs) I always describe him as having that little bow out look back then. So he had like, he had like sandy brown hair and he had like hazel eyes and he had little braids to the back and mm -hmm, we, we, he approached me that night and we exchanged information and we might've kissed that night on the side of the movie theater, might. We did. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So yeah. That's how I met him at the movie theater, and he, we broke up because he used to live far from me. Like I lived on the west side, he lived all the way far, far on the east side, and me meeting up with him took a lot of work on the MARTA bus, and um, one day I went over there to his place and. We're just vibing. All of a sudden, he has to get ready to go to some event because he wanted to be, like, a rapper or something. So, he has to go to this event. I'm like, he starts getting ready to go without even saying anything. Like, you know, I got to go or, you know, my bad, nothing. He just starts getting ready to go. So, he's taking forever in the bathroom, getting ready to go, hasn't said anything. And I decided to just leave while he was in the bathroom. And he was pissed. Like, by the time I got to the bus stop, he was like, I can't believe you just did that. You know, we're done. You know, it's over. I'm like, duh, that's why I left. And, um, but anyway, we reached back out, got back in touch. And ever since then, he's been trying to get back with me. And we're talking at least 15 years. He constantly, constantly tries to get back with me. And, um... You know, I've tried it a couple times. Um, we haven't done anything, but I, I tried to entertain him a couple times. You know, he's cool people. Um, but, like, every time I reach out to him, every time I give him some attention, so he'll be like, oh, hit me up, hit me up. You don't never hit me up. So every time I hit him up, I hit him up like, hey, what's up? What you doing? Chilling. And then that literally be it. I'm like, dude, you don't have nothing else to say. You want me to hit you up so bad. You ain't plan- then, you know, he got to a point about two years ago where he's like trying to come over to my place. And I'm like, D- no, it's still looking very much like you want some place to stay, but you have a place to stay. So you're OK. And then finally, I was like, OK, he he got he got real pressing like two years ago or two years or so ago, maybe more. I don't know. He got real pressing, and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to give him another chance. I think I'm going to give him another chance. So, we were talking. We had good conversations on the phone, not over text, because the texting is that chilling response. But, you know, we had a real long, good conversation, you know, a few times. You know, he's funny. We vibe well. Okay, great. But... uh, He ruined it because he was like, you know, really in Georgia, in Atlanta, the men are the prize. Like women think they're the prize. They're wrong. We're the prize because in Atlanta, for sure, for every 100 women, there's only one man. So we are the prize. And I was like, oh, that ain't going to work for me, baby. That ain't going to work for me. I don't care how many how many women it is and how less men it is. The woman is always the prize. Because that's just how it is. Like, women literally bring life. A woman literally, literally, you came from a woman. So, like, you know, through the birth canal. So, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Because, you know, I'm just saying through the birth canal, you came from a woman. You know, above that, you know, that's something religious that's above that. But you came from a woman. Like, come on now. So, I was like, it's going to be a no for me. And plus, he's the Pisces. So, you know, they already said it. Pisces don't do nothing but lie. Especially the women. (laughs) Especially the women. Don't do nothing but lie. They just be... I don't know if they try to lie or if they just live in an imaginary world. And because of that, it breeds lies. So it's whatever. But yeah, so not trying to not trying to judge, by the way. I'm just making the observation. But yeah, so I'm just saying all that to say, like, people from my past, I'm really done with. Like, if we literally really had something in the past, I cannot go back. It won't work. And so, but I, I think I'm going to give it a shot. I think I'm going to give it a shot. And I think I'm going to sh- gonna try. But my advice to anyone who's getting back out in the dating world is to just be ready for anything. Anticipate anything. Because you just never know. I mean, it might work out. You might not have any craziness. But don't be surprised if you do kind of like when you're driving, like anticipate stupidity. Okay. But yeah, so that's all I wanted to touch on. Let me know what y'all think. I will be back very, 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 very soon. Thanks for listening. Peace.